Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. You know, throughout my karma, I used to ask myself a lot, what's the point? I don't mean what's the point in like whether I should, you know, do a small thing. It's kind of what's the bigger point? What am I doing every day? What am I working towards? Why am I here? I definitely found that when I was asking what's the point, it wasn't a kind of throwaway comment. I was actually asking myself, what's your point? Okay. What's the point? Because life can be meaningless or Don't life know. can be extremely meaningful mm-hmm. and it's up to us to choose it and assign that meaning, find mm-hmm. that meaning. Completely. And so whenever I find myself asking what's the point or why am I here or, eh, you know, any of those blur questions, mm-hmm. I always try and actually see if I can answer them. Oh, that's productive. Because eventually, I mean, first I like, you know, moan or wail about it. Okay. But then eventually I, I try and see if I can answer them because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what we're really asking. For me, it was just the big overarching point was I want to be fucking happy and be mm. so happy I'm alive. And I can't say I've had so many of those experiences, right? There's many of those moments. Mm-hmm. But life is made up of moments. And so the more I keep trying to have more of those moments, the more frequent those moments are. When we ask ourselves, is this all there is? We're coming from a place of lack, right? But when we're asking ourselves or we're telling ourselves there's got to be more, that's actually abundance. It's abundance thinking. It's abundance mindset. It's oh, abundance consciousness. Yeah. So is there all this is, is more lack because it's more disappointment, like, ugh. Yeah, exactly. Feeling, but there's got to be more is actually the strive to bring more in, to create more. Exactly. And that's kind of, and does you, do you gather abundance energy and then put it out? How does that work? When you're asking yourself, there's got, or when you're telling yourself there's got to well, be more. Well, just in general, when you're searching for more, when you're striving for more. Oh, yeah. How does that work? Is yeah, it completely. Like it's abundance gathering, consciousness. So you're gathering in your heart to then put it out. How does it work? Exactly. Well, we're going to talk about that, but I'm just affirming okay, that fine. you're not coming from a place of lack or despair when you're thinking about, could there be more? There's got to be more. It's um, so interesting because it feels like such a minor difference. Mm-hmm. But actually, when I think about it, it's not. Yeah. Because is this all there is, is defeat. Yeah. And I've definitely experienced that. Oh, gosh, we all have. But that's normally when I start getting quite dark thoughts as yeah. well. I feel yeah. very disconnected. Yeah. Well, but, it's also where we start to settle. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I can't move on. Yeah. Maybe I won't do better. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm just kidding myself. Maybe I'll just do what I've always done rather than continue doing something different. Mm-hmm. There's got to be more. Definitely feels like a kind of forward energy, forward Precisely. looking energy. Precisely. But we just have to figure out how to make it real or realize it. I have got no idea. So I'm very, yeah. actually now super excited about this episode. That's great. I mean, I'm kind of sad that you weren't that excited beforehand. Well, to be honest, <laughs> I just didn't really think about it. When you say that, kind of there's got to be more, my mm-hmm. mind naturally goes to, do I just like manifest it or do I just surrender to the universe? Oh, and, and, and God it, has like, a plan. Yeah, yeah. Let it just like plop it on my shoulder. I mean, I know that that's not true from everything we've taught in every single episode. Yeah. But that's where my mind goes to right well if I know there's got to be more and I don't know how to make it real yeah do I make it real by just waiting or doing something that has always been done like law of attraction style mm-hmm. is that you know I don't know any different those approaches may have worked a bit in 3d right just there it just adds like a sprinkle of improvement kind of gets us maybe when we're in our destiny from one point to the next which is really lovely they can't work in 5D and beyond because they deny our power. 
Because you're outsourcing it effectively. Exactly. You're saying, if I just wait, someone will give me what I want or the universe will provide it for me or I just, my vibe attracts my tribe kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. They deny our power, which weakens our 5D presence. Which is not the same as diminishes our 5D presence because we're in 5D, we're in 5D. So how does, what does that mean then when you say weaken our 5D presence? If you it just means that it? it's, it's a bit like what you described, what you've gone through, which is where you just start to feel a bit lost. I knew if I was clear on a choice, I'd be able to make it. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't clear on fucking anything. No. And that's really difficult for someone who uses their choices to define everything, right? Mm-hmm. If I know what I'm doing or if I don't. And so I would just wait and wait and wait because... Well, I'll be clear eventually, but when that eventually doesn't really come, when it starts dragging, Um, then you start feeling really fucking lost. And I'm not fresh enough Mm. to think, I'll just write a list. (laughs) But I am fresh enough Mm -hmm. to wonder what the fuck is going on and feel that maybe what's the point? But in doing so, we just lessen our ability to realize anything beyond where we're at, right? So that slows down our progress. So we can just find ourselves sort of going along that fate line, you know, that tapestry line, but incrementally, like super, super slow. So even though nothing can really turn us off of our fate, you can find yourself meandering a little bit, right? So, and that's why- And complaining of boredom. I was doing a lot of that. Let's detour in order to explain why that can be sometimes, right? Because while it's all well and good to say what we've been saying, and it really is important to have that motivation and that sense of purpose that we're moving along, right? I mean, we've been hammering on about that for most of this season, which is move along your fate, get going, get moving. And there are other times when you feel a little stuck. Not like you're stuck stuck. Like you said, I'm just kind of moving along, but slowly, like, like, in a way like, where it's okay. So there's two reasons why that could be happening. One, there is a latent issue, like an old issue that needs to be looked at, and you're not going to be able to do that if you're just like moving at 80 miles an hour. Fine. And it might just be a timing thing that there's just certain things that are up in my life that because they're up in my life, I'm having to look at things a bit differently. Okay. Take a different perspective to it that I hadn't before. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know when that's done? Oh, by the time you're in 5D, it's like nothing. You just have to really recognize what it is and own all the feelings. So the second reason is, oh, not everything is lined up in order to, okay, you're like shaking your hands. You're like, I knew that. I knew that. (laughs) Okay, do you want to just explain it? You said something, and I think I cut it from an episode in season eight, oh, right? God, and it was, off. and I was bitching. No, no, it was, it oh. was, it was nothing to do with this. Oh, okay, I was bitching cool. about having to organize someone fixing my car or something, right? Okay. And I was like, I thought everything's meant to be in flow, blah blah. And you said to me, yes, but things have to be done at the optimal time for all. Mm, yes. Which means you have to find, like, sometimes it might be the optimal time for you, but if it involves other people, it has to be the optimal time for all. Ah. And that's what I keep, and I kept thinking, and obviously we're talking about that, but I keep thinking, and over the past, like, months where I've been, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, I've been thinking to myself, it's just not the optimal time for all. Yeah. It might feel like the optimal time for me. Yes. But it's not the optimal time for all. Yeah. And that's okay. That's amazing. I've known that. Yeah. I've been saying that to myself for like honestly two months. Oh my God. I totally forgot about that. Like, that's so weird. Yeah. It's so, so frustrating. Right. Yeah. 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 Those are the two things. And okay. then this is where it's going to get a bit like, I wouldn't say woo woo, but now we've got to really open our minds to okay. the next 
step. So this is assuming you are in 5D. Okay. You have full 5D consciousness and you are living your purpose. Okay. And which means that you are traversing the fate line that is optimal for you to live said purpose. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that last bit. Yeah. How do you know that if you're traversing that? Everything's optimal? unfolding really well. Even if it's a bit boring, mm. a bit meandering, a bit like slow. Light illuminates our path more than anything else. And light is just us feeling excited. It is the light of source. And the light of source is what animates us, as in makes us alive. So we say that love is shining our light for everyone to see, right? We That was what, season two, season three? three. So the more we channel that divine light, the more we love the fuck out of everything, and thus we light up our world. It's everything. Yeah. It's how you heal your karma. It's how everything, you follow your heart, yeah. your soul, as you were saying in that past episode recently, you follow that light, you let that light shine out and it gets reflected back to you and then more and more until your whole world is filled with light. And then you keep looking for more and more, more light, more light, more light, more light. Right. Yeah. So do you remember at some point where I was like, but love isn't everything? And you were like, no, love is yeah. everything. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, Rhea, but yeah. remember, there's always more. Yes. And it's not because we pull shit out of our asses so we can justify recording another season. You yeah. and I, we could live without this, yeah. right? And at times, yeah. we're yeah. like, really? Another season? Fuck. Yeah. But it's always exciting to get Although new I like, Yeah, I like learning stuff, so. Yeah, for sure. But we don't <laughs> but do no, it just oh, for no, the no, sake no. of doing it. Oh, yeah. We do it because there is always more to learn. And so there is. Now we get to know what that is. So there's one other thing that illuminates the lines of our fate, and that's more powerful than love. And that's called reanimation. So what now, is reanimation? Reanimation is the ability to bring back to life, to take something that is without life force, and to recreate it. Which sounds a bit crazy, right? It sounds okay, almost sorry. biblical. Because I feel like the sentence was a bit strange. So let me just ask it. So basically what you're saying is reanimation is to take something that was without life force mm-hmm. and recreate it, mm-hmm. therefore having the ability to bring something back to life. Yes. But not like people. Correct. So to recreate or reanimate or bring anything back to life, you have to understand that it's it will never be what it was. So you can't recreate like past loves or past experiences or past life or past anything. Well, because you're different. So how it can't be. Exactly. Right? Like how many of us have gone back to old boyfriends, lovers, friends and thought, oh, it's going to be the same. But actually all old holidays, when you go, it's entirely different because you're different. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that it can be, it necessarily has to be worse. It could be better. Because mm-hmm. everyone's different, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's not going to be the same. It can't be. When you recreate or reanimate, it will bear the mark of the previous incarnation of that being or thing, but it will never be the exact same thing. As a result of what mm-hmm. I just said. Okay, yeah. fine. So what does this have to do with our fate, right? I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna, we're not going to, the season is pretty much all fate and magic and how they are somehow intertwined, even though they're yeah. not the same thing. And this is not about, con- this is separate to quantum leaping. Yes, yes, and I'll explain that in a bit. So to reanimate within our fate, we're ushering in a life force in order to bolster our fate experiences, yeah? So not only can you gain a greater or broader view of it, but you can directly shine light upon those parts that have a bigger bearing on your future. Okay, pause. Okay, yeah, I know, that's like a lot to unpack. So, But those parts are effectively the juncture points, yeah? Yeah. The choices that present themselves. Okay. Okay. So do you remember how like we talk about fate and the fucking tapestry? Nothing's a straight line. Okay. 
Yeah, there's always going to be, like, within the tapestry, there's always lines going all around. So I find it really funny that we talk about tapestry so much, and I was obsessed with embroidery before I met you. <laughs> Go on. So you understand, or you can imagine, that along the, that line, we're always going to be facing choices. Yeah. Right? And that's what we're talking about. When you get to those points, you can. that's where you're going to reanimate. I'm facing choices. I'm facing decisions. And I I'm need not being to able move. To, yeah. I'm not being able to make it. It's just where you start to get stuck. Where then you start to feel like you're not your most powerful self. Mm. Yeah? Like that's why we talked about your weakened presence in 5D. Yeah. Yeah? Because you're just yeah, feeling drained. Feel you're feeling stuck. You're just, you're losing it. And yeah. it's just because you're not either feeling supported or you can't say which, you can't figure out which way to go, or we're human, right? Like our human lives just might have taken a bit of a blow because of a family issue or a particular crisis that doesn't really have to do with us, but somehow involves us. Okay. So we can get a bit knocked around, right? Okay. And again, it's because sometimes we're not always firmly footed in our purpose. So that unfolding can be a bit difficult. Basically, when you're saying we can reanimate every, anything... What you're saying is in these moments where we feel kind of stuck, mm -hmm. what we can do is also reanimate our fate. Yeah. That's basically the point. Yeah. So pausing on reanimating everything else. Okay. We're just talking about reanimating our fate right now. And okay. that is basically bringing our fate back to life. Yes. Lighting it up mm -hmm. so that we can get a move on. Yeah. Effectively. Whereas quantum leaping is jumping from one bit to another. This is just effectively putting petrol in the car. Um, it's a but pressing not the just, turbo boost on from Fast and Furious. You know when exactly. they press exactly. It's that more button. that. It's more that than just putting like yeah, like high you're grade. going along. But then you know when you're in the, those races and they press that button and all yeah, of a sudden it shoots. the nitrous or whatever yeah, yeah, nitro, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And are there only certain instances? Can you reanimate your fate like every every damn day, or is it like quantum leaping certain points and it's moments? certain points? Although you clearly know when you need to do it if you're hearing this. And Precisely, you won't need to do it that often. It's not as rare as quantum leaping, but it's certainly not an every day or every month or. Yeah, because I guess if you're on your fate months. and you're off your go, there's loads to do. It's just when yeah. Things I mean, really if you need a boost, you're, you you get your boost and you move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it allows us to more easily make decisions that bring us to the place in our fate that we most desire. But that requires clarity if it's written in your fate mm -hmm. that you'll be a ceo a publishing house a, a famous actress a clothing mogul whatever it is and all those things right mm -hmm. it's how all those people have multiple brands multiple businesses multiple because they're literally just going through and exhausting all their fate right mm -hmm. so uh, yeah. in some ways that's more magical than magic right being yeah. able to realize all of that so actually being no, able it's not to, magic at all right no but being able to reanimate your fate so that you're like okay i'm back on it turbo boost let's keep going yes that sounds amazing yeah especially because but not every you know quantum leaping isn't available to everyone because it's harder to do okay it's difficult. Um, and also it need, you need very specific circumstances. Exactly. So you probably need someone with a pendulum to go, okay, now's the time you quantum leap, right? Because <laughs> I assume everyone's different on the quantum leaping front. Yeah, exactly. that is. I guess we would probably really want to reanimate when we lose clarity. So yes. like a lot of what we were talking about at the beginning, mm -hmm. you know, when we're like, when we're asking what's the point. Sometimes it's really hard to see when we're in our fate. Yeah. And I think people need to take a step back and appreciate that fact. It's sometimes really hard to hold clarity. 
And we need to be a little bit kinder to ourselves about that. Well, I think for me, it was always like I'd wait until the clarity came. But I think as I was saying earlier, when the clarity doesn't come, you start to really lose faith. Mm-hmm. And you start to lose faith in yourself. Or we just weren't prepared for the responsibility or the overwhelm of options. Because as we said, our fate makes a lot of options available. So we just shut down, basically. Yeah, it's like too much. And we're not feeling powerless necessarily, but we are just feeling a bit stuck. It's literally like a computer system overload. And mm. my mind and my body and my all of my body is just shut down because there mm. was too much and I was really overwhelmed. I could see too much. I could feel too much. I could mm. know too much. It just felt too much. Yeah. Now I need to know, how <laughs> do we reanimate? Is it reanimate everything or reanimate our fate? So it's reanimate our fate. Okay, how do we reanimate our fate, first of all? So you need determination, first of all. Okay. And it's not like I desire outcome X, And we'll find or do whatever it takes to get it. Instead, determination in this case has to do with the clear intention that no matter what the outcome is, I desire the greatest result from my efforts to live my purpose to the fullest while also keeping within the bounds of my happiness. Okay. Okay. So when you hear determination, what do you think? Fuck. Fuck this. It's about a very elevated sense of... Fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. It's like a higher frequency. Yeah. Right? So It's like, this is okay, but I want more. It's not even that this is okay. I cannot possibly have anything other than this. I desire it that much. And I'm so clear that this is exactly what I want. That I will do anything in order to have it. As long as it's within the bounds of what ensures my greatest happiness. But just remember, what we equate with with our happiness is going to be very individual in this case. Yeah, okay. Yeah? Because we might see somebody toiling and working really hard at something, right? And making certain sacrifices or what we would call trade-offs or compromises in order to make that happen. I mean, they haven't finished out their fate if they're still alive. But people who have really reached the pinnacle of what we might deem material success. But like there were probably moments where they weren't concerned about their happiness. They were just so clear and focused on what they wanted, knowing that that's what they were here for. But we cannot reanimate again from a 3D place anyway. So happiness still has to be part of that equation. And purpose because you have to be your divine self. Exactly. But it's going to be a very individual experience of happiness as opposed to more of what we would define as happy, which is what we're going to be getting into in future seasons of what is happiness, what is bliss, right? The third letter in our name. Happiness. We can't define it in terms of it's better than good. It's just, it's so individual that we wouldn't be able to define it for anyone other than ourselves. Precisely. Because it's such a unique feeling. In this case, or happiness in general? Or just in this case of reanimation? In this case of reanimation. It's going to be very individual. We're very clear about that. And I honestly, I feel that. Like, I just know it to my core as well. There's no clear definition of happiness in this case. Well, because what would make me happy and what would make you happy could be entirely two different things. It's not just that. But because at this juncture, at this stage, people are still somewhat unclear about their purpose and how to live it. And there's such a link between happiness and purpose. Everyone's purpose is so unique to them. Therefore, everyone's happiness is so unique to them too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, at this stage. Okay. It's going to be a bit much later, season 11 stuff, when okay. we really start to get into bliss, that we can then start to really define it. 
Okay. So it's determination, but does it have to be, so this was my main question as you were saying it, does mm-hmm. it have to be about all things or is it, can it just be about one thing? It's the one thing that is, that has everything to do with our purpose. Okay. So can it be relationships? No. Yeah. This is, let's see, this is why we're digging into it now. Okay. <laughs> all right. So it's not you really. Ask those questions. Yeah. So go. it's not, it's really about your, like, as in, is it about work then? What, what, what is, because if purpose is singular. How purpose is how we serve, but also what makes us happy, etc. Kind of, yeah, yeah, it's our divine expression. Purpose is our divine expression, exactly. So, it's whatever has to do with our purpose that can be reanimated, okay, at this stage, okay, in our discussion, okay. If a relationship requires reanimation, it's already dead, okay. We wouldn't reanimate a relationship, you would just find a new one, okay, right? But can you reanimate your desire for a relationship, for example? Yes, you can definitely do that. Very it's basically personal. what you're doing, what you're saying, if I understand this correctly, mm-hmm. which makes it sound less exciting and I apologize. Oh, I'm really sorry. But what you're saying is effectively you can set the fire alight inside of you again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is what reanimation is. Yes. In this instance, when it comes to fate. Utilizing the light of source. Okay. So not white light meditation. No, no. That's like child's play compared to what we're talking about. Fine. So the second thing you need is what we call divine consciousness. Which we've spoken about in season eight as well. Yeah, we did. So divine consciousness is the, I am the divine. Okay. It is the full bodied on all your bodies knowing that you are the divine. And not only are you the divine, it's also saying I have all the gifts of the divine within me. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the extra so bit. That's extra. Exactly. And it is that particular consciousness that allows and draws forth life force. So life force is the breath, right? It's what we call the breath of life. It's like when you breathe, it's life force. Yeah. So it's, yeah. And it's, so it's, it's the, what keeps you alive. Precisely. So it's the ability to breathe life into anything. Okay. Yeah. So when we're drawing forth life force so we're just breathing a lot <laughs> we are doing so as god okay actually that weirdly i understand it really yeah oh my god what a relief so then you well, can explain it well no basically what you're saying is okay so when you're breathing just like normally when you're okay i mean the simplest version is when you're breathing and you're in your karma the mm. person who is breathing is a karma Ooh, i like someone this. in the karma yeah I like when you're breathing going. in 5d you're breathing as someone who's in 5D. Mm-hmm. When you're breathing, when you know you're divine, you're breathing as God. Yeah. That's it. Yep. So when you know that you're God and you breathe, yeah. you're literally breathing as God. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does to me. I mean, and that's actually okay. perfect. So, And that's not out of disrespect for like anyone's God or anything else. Oh, it's just no. like, you know that you are God you know in it. your world. You know you are connected to source. You know you are part of something larger but that you are that larger yes exactly however i would describe that i'm not really being able to put words to it but you breathe so you're also human you're breathing yes but you're breathing as god but like childish you know like as a child i'm sure when you pretend to when you play god or you play shepherd or you play i don't know oh witch God, or magician I can, just, I can just imagine you with a childhood game of i am god everybody <laughs> listen to me no but you know what i mean you're, you're technically breathing as those things it's not fantasy but it, no, you it's know, not. But, but it's, it's like this knowing that it's kind of that merging between fantasy and reality becomes one, right? Yeah. So when you're coming from that place, you're not only taking responsibility, but you're also 
taking complete and full ownership of your life. Well, that's what being God means, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. And your ability to make real your fate. I mean, it's a real powerful thing. Now, when I brought this through, I thought this was quite interesting because I thought, well, like you said, how do you know? Yeah. How do you really know? Like, where is that knowing? Because we know it can't be in the mind because that's just ego. It can't be just from the mental body. No. Because again, that's, I mean, then that means that you're attached stories. Yeah. And you're attaching stories to it and it becomes something much more wordy rather than feelingy. Right. And it also then doesn't allow us to connect to our spiritual body, which requires the emotional body to access, right? Yeah. Which is why we talk about full body consciousness and then higher consciousness. Why am I repeating all of that? You know it because your core is so connected to that feeling that not only am I the divine, I'm here to be the divine. When that feeling is fully cemented, you become unstoppable. And you can't slip backwards. Mm-mm. So this lost space that we've been speaking about, Mm -hmm. that's also a temporary thing. Oh, it's always temporary. No, as in like, it's a bit like hell. It's then like, as in like, you get through it and you're done. Yeah. Okay. But that's why we, again, we bang on about purpose over and over again. Because if you have a sense of your purpose, if you are living your purpose, if you are doing your purpose, are you just fucking doing something with your purpose? It's going to keep you on that fate line hopefully long enough to get you to another juncture where if you face a choice, that that choice is going to elevate you and not keep you in that place. Okay. Right? If you have no sense of purpose, you're just going to be circling. But the thing is, is like the one thing I think I always kind of tripped up on is to be God doesn't mean influencing other people or our lives or even our fate in some ways. When we are really coming from the I am not only the divine, but I have all the gifts of the divine. And so therefore I can live as the divine. That is pure freedom. And I'm not even considering anything about the old world. I mean, okay. that's like, a, like, that's a foregone thought, right? I mean, that doesn't even exist within the realm of your thinking. Fine, like you you are beyond that Sorry. because you just exist in a place that it's just nothing. That is nothing to you. Okay. That there's nothing more. Okay. Than what is in front of you and everything that is possible. Okay. Yeah. So basically it's like at the beginning of the episode when I said, I wouldn't choose to be anywhere but here because I'm so fucking happy. Mm-hmm. And you can have it in little moments. Yeah. Being the divine and yeah. living as the divine is living like that every fucking moment of every fucking day. Yeah. So you can imagine when you are the divine and living as the divine and... The divine, oh. divine, divine, divine. Yeah. Divine. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take more than 40 minutes for you to find the sarcasm again in that. And holding all the gifts of the divine, what is most magical about that is that not only can you do whatever the fuck you want in your words, you can realize even more about your fate than you could possibly conceive of. As in, there's so much more beyond. Like, even if you can't quantum leap there, you can use reanimation to move you about 40% across your fate. How fucking amazing is that? Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.